welcome to the Green Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Tara Rose. On this show, we explore sacred medicines and the evolution of consciousness. Today, our guest is Kim Caldwell. Kim is the creator of a series of books and incredibly powerful meditations called Archangelology. Kim came into my world through synchronicity or serendipity when I was actually looking for some guided meditations on an app and I found her Archangel meditations and they literally changed my life. I'm really excited to share Kim's work with you today. Welcome to the show, Kim. Hi. Hi. How are you, Tara? I'm just so good because I'm just so excited. I've wanted to interview you for a while, as you know, and I'm thrilled to have you. I am so excited to be here, and what you are doing is so inspiring and uplifting, and thank you. Thank you, Kim. So I want to share a little bit with our listeners that the work you do is about helping people to access these incredible, miraculous gifts from heaven. That's really what you're doing. And you help people to receive miracles. You help people to receive divine intervention. And that's really what you did for me, even though you didn't even know me. I was listening to your meditations and I was going through a really hard time in my life. I was just having a lot of, um, was going through a lot of emotional pain. And when I'd listened to your meditations, I could feel these incredible healings happening. And I would just, you know, leave the meditation feeling this incredible sense of peace that was much more than just being centered. It was very profound. It was, it was a really equivalent to many of the types of healing sessions that I've paid spiritual healers and shamanic healers for. It was high level power. I was just so inspired and excited by it. I found it just incredibly valuable. So I, I'm just, um, I want to talk with you a little bit about first we'll just start with what are angels and how do you work with them we'll just start at the very beginning okay great question and I think that um, the first answer has got to be I don't know but I'm open as far as what are angels for me I just followed some breadcrumbs um, I think the first one I met was Archangel Michael I think that each person probably has their own, you know, definition for what an angel is for them. So I think for each person it's different. So um, I just like to take the breadcrumbs that we've been given. And um, for me, what happened was the angels, for lack of a better word, kind of channeled through. Like I would feel them and I would start saying what they were telling me to say and it was during a period where I needed a lot of help, <laughs> so I was thrilled when they showed up and um, brought in the, the first came the meditations and then the book. And then what's been very interesting to me is when these came in, you know, I would go through the whole thing, and after it was over of, of saying the meditations, I'd be like, wow, that was so cool, but <laughs> it wasn't really anything I knew. I was more like bringing in the information, so I have spent years, you know, learning to practice what the meditations and the books that the angels taught. Fascinating. So you've really been serving as a channel and essentially like a medium, and then you are actually absorbing the teachings just like everyone else. Yes, 
exactly. And I love it. And it's, um, it's a blessing to me. And the fact that I get to help that the angels get to help other people with me kind of helping as well is, um, you know, it's a blessing for sure. It, it, it um, uh, it's a blessing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So I, I'd like to talk about, um, some of the specific archangels that you have been working with and been channeling for. Um, so, uh, I've personally, I want to share a little bit about my experience with angels and connection to angels. Um, they've come into my life through a number of different, um, channels, so to speak. Um, the healing experiences that I had through your meditations were really profound for me and helped me to connect to their specific frequencies because as you channeled them, in those recordings, which by the way, are available on your website, archangelology.com. And I also, I found them through the insight timer app myself as well. Um, as I was listening to those, I started to really discern the specific energy signatures of each of the archangels. Um, and then I could recognize them when I would be out and about somewhere, I could actually feel their presence, specific beings, which was really neat. Um, but I, yeah, it was, it's really neat. Um, one of the angels that you, uh, really helped me connect with was Archangel Uriel and Archangel Uriel, I would define as extremely, well, all angels I would define as extremely benevolent, um, beings, meaning points of consciousness that we can connect with and communicate with. Would you agree with just that? Oh yes, they are. Uh, you know, they're beyond anything I think the human mind can even can even comprehend. They're just like juicy, magical, protective, guiding, the 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 loving parents we all always wanted that you know that no human could possibly live up to. And I think that that's what really got me excited about the angels was I learned that just like John Randolph Price had said in his teachings, because his teachings have always resonated with me, he, he said that no person, place, or thing is the source of our supply, that divine energy is the source of our supply. And um, that kind of consciousness is really exemplified by the archangels. I mean, they, I, I reached that point in my life where I just didn't even want to lack of a better thing waste my time asking humans because when I would ask angels for this help they would line up the perfect humans they would line up the wonderful circumstances they, they just are so divinely intelligent it's hard to even comprehend how fun they are now with that said there's lots of people who don't really feel anything from them and that's okay too everybody's got their own own take on it and and so there's no no one has to feel that exuberant about angels but I think that like anything with practice and with time put in we do begin to feel them more profoundly and just like you said that gets me so excited that you can discern the different angels because that's exciting stuff oh thank you yeah I, it's really wonderful I, w I remember I was listening to the Archangel Uriel meditation a lot now that's the one that focuses on peace, which is what I was needing at that time. And I would listen to it and you had this wonderful um, white light healing and I feel this incredible peace and safety in my heart. And then I would, um, because I was listening to it so much, I actually started to manifest without necessarily expecting it, experiences, people, situations, and, and being in certain 
environments that were very similar feeling as well, which is really cool because whatever we focus on, wherever we direct our energy is, is what we manifest and then attract. And that started to happen too. I remember going to this um, women's circle I got invited to and I just felt Archangel Uriel all over the place. I was like, whoa, like he arranged this, like he invited me here. I could feel him. It was just really cool. And um, I would listen to your Archangel Gabriel meditation, which is on hope. And um, that was super powerful for just, I was at a, a tough time when it was hard to feel hopeful. And that I would listen to that meditation. And I love that you said in there that we don't have to be able to feel hope or make ourselves feel a certain way because we can rely, just like you said, on the infinite divine supply of everything we need, including things like courage or hope, which was amazing. I so needed that teaching and it was powerful. Right. And then you said, it's so funny because you just read my mind because I was thinking about the one that came in for me, the, um, was for courage was Archangel Camiel. And it was really interesting because when I was at my, uh, more challenging period, Camiel came around and uh, started working with me, and their color is red, and I actually found myself, like, buying a red yoga mat, and having, and Camille directed me to the right yoga class, and, and, and that, and the courage and the hope combined together, like, when Camille and Gabriel, Gabriel Hope and Camille Courage, when they start working together, that's, uh, those two really are great for when a person is in more of a challenging period, and then they're great for, you know, when you just want to call and say, hey, you know, find me, find me, you know, a good place to go or take care of me while I'm out, while I go to Whole Foods, take care of me, Daniel. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. So I love that you just said that. That is one of the ways that I currently work with them the most. Um, things are flowing really well for me right now. And um, I'm really grateful for that. And um, it's been the result of a lot of hard work inside and outside in all kinds of ways. But at this point, that's the way that I'm connecting with them. Um, on a daily basis is, is just asking and inviting their help and blessings in all areas of my life because they respect our free will and they, they will respond to our prayers for help for ourselves, for other people. They want to assist and bless us. And uh, I think it's interesting that in your meditations and in your teachings, you're really careful about not assigning a specific gender to them, even though in a lot of, um, I guess, um, a lot of other material about angels, there, there tends to be, um, a sense of specific gender identity to them. And I thought it was interesting that you you really pointed out that they aren't really male or female. Right. And it's so interesting because the times now you're, you know, we're in this time where the new pronoun is they, right. And, um, the, uh, that, that is definitely how they're wanting to come through. If, if everything was updated, they'd all be they. But it is kind of fun, though, when there's a motherly energy going on, we'll call them she. And then when there's a fatherly son going on, a fatherly energy going on, we could call them he. But they are definitely all about the they. 
when they when they communicate with me. So you know, everybody everybody's different though. So that that's um, well, I think it's it, right. I think it's like you said that they're sort of embodying some of those energies that we you know experience as masculine or feminine, and some of them hold more or less. But it's interesting that they are specific about not wanting to be identified in one particular way. It, it makes sense to me. I was it, at first because I'll never forget the first one was when Archangel Michael came through the first one, and I would try to say he, and I'd be he, hearing she, she, he, he, she, she, and then they'd start. I'd start hearing them say, you know, you've got to get more relaxed with the gender thing. <laughs> they were like, relax. We're 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 a we're neither one. We're the combination of the divine masculine and the divine feminine the best of the divine and then the best of the, you know, all the, the frequencies we, we are, we are they. Yeah. And it's, it makes sense to me as well. Like the way that I personally have perceived, um, that, that sort of movement, um, in just this, in the culture where there's more of a understanding now and a need for more fluidity around that stuff the way I look at it is like there's these advanced souls coming in that don't fit in the dualistic paradigm because they're more than that. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Because in these other, right, because they're in other realms where, you know, a lot of us here on the planet at this time are from different realms and we're here to help and progress human evolution forward. Right. Yes. And yeah. We, we chose, we chose that role for sure. I want to go back and just do a quick run through of like an overview of who these specific angels are and what their particular area of expertise is. Because once you know that, you can know who to ask for help to, who to pray to, who to talk to, who to invite into your world to bring you miracles. So let's talk about what they do and who they are. I want to start with Archangel Michael is who we call upon who I call upon to protect my, um, my home and, um, which is my RV uh, from any theft or from cops, if you know, from any, not, you know, just from being pulled over or whatever, you know, I, I call upon him for protection of all different sorts. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to call him him cause that's how I understand him, yeah. but yes. them, whatever. Um, how do you, yeah. what do you want to share about Archangel Michael? Okay, let's see. What does Michael want to say? My, uh, well, you know, the interesting thing is lately that has been presented to me is Archangel Michael and their uh, blue flame angels, which I'm really getting into, and they're very fun lately. So we can add the blue flame angels in that work with Archangel Michael. And, of course, Archangel Michael is lovely at um, dissolving cords, any energetic cords between anything that we are not um, – wanting to feel attached to and of course attachment we don't we want we want non-attachment to everything so we can ask michael to run through and um clear all cords for us and then one of my favorite things i like to do which is a archangel alchemy with archangel michael and archangel raphael of course you could call any one of them you wanted but i like to ask them to place light doors in my home in any place I'm going, and I'll say, Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, please create 99 light doors in uh, Tara's home, 
and help usher out any non-beneficial energies to the light, no judgment, all beings go to the light with love and peace. And then, of course, you could ask Archangel Zadkiel to come in and run the violet flame through all of this as well. So we're kind of transmuting the energy. And I ask that anyone listening, I ask that this help anyone listening that right now we're just transmuting the energy and that the violet flame lay out like a rug all 5,000 miles at least all around you, above you, below you, just engulfing in these transmuting beautiful violet flames while the blue flame angels engulf the area with just love and light and peace and bliss and harmony and divinity and as Michael assist. And the thing I like is that I have so much fun with, as as you said, you understand each one of their individual energies. I love when they get alchemy going, archangel alchemy. I love when they play together, and it's just a uh, infinite possibility. Ooh, I'm feeling, and then we'll ask that all timelines be filled with the violet flame. Yes. I'm feeling that. Let everyone's timelines be filled. Let everyone's, and then... Also, I want to say that one of my favorite things to say every morning when I wake up is that I am on my highest timeline now. And then before we go to bed with Archangel Michael, Michael, we can ask Archangel Michael to go to sleep with us and to protect us on the astral plane and to keep us in the light planes, the higher planes, where we're safe and protected. And this is a habit that if we can get into every night before we go to bed, and then we'll say, and Archangel Michael, please help me to stay on my highest timeline and then to wake up on my highest timeline. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I'm going to take a deep breath. Yeah, this is for everybody. Let's take a deep breath all together. And we just had a nice little clearing there. So Michael is a master at... Uh, transmuting energies, lifting energies. Um, I could say this about every single one of the archangels and very strong for protection, like you said. Thank you, Kim. When you were saying this blessing to my space, I felt it and I'm just feeling so relaxed right now and uplifted. I just, you're such a powerful healer. It's incredible. I love it. Thank you so much. I want to invite you to share any more of these blessings with our listeners that you feel inspired to during this recording? Well, anyone who's listening, Tara, is like you and me because you're a very powerful healer yourself. We're all, and anyone listening is, I mean, we're all very advanced souls and we're all choosing to work together. And so um, this is something that um, all the listeners are, are very adequate at as well. So thank you. You're very humble, but I'm telling you, <laughs> that was really special. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you so much, Kim. So something that you've been speaking about, you're really speaking about a fifth dimensional consciousness is what I would call it, creator consciousness. You're really um, tuned into that and you're really helping us to align with it. And I love that you're sharing that, that really powerful teaching about no person, place, or thing is the source of your supply. And that means nobody is the source of your supply of love. Nobody is the source of your supply of money. Nobody is the source of your supply of safety or stability in life. They're all, they're all gifts from the divine source. And that right there is what keeps us from getting caught in attachment. And that 
is so powerful. What a teaching. Because if we can stay without attachment, we can really be in the present moment to fully experience and enjoy our lives. And that's when we can really access those highest timelines that you're talking about. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. And that, um, again, is John Randolph Price's teaching. And so goddess bless John Randolph Price. What, what a, what an angel he, he was or is, you know. Thank you. Yes. And so, um, do you want to talk for a moment about why attachment is bad and what, or I shouldn't even say bad, that's judgment, but why, why we don't want to be in attachment. Wow. Okay. So let's, let's take a deep breath on that subject. Okay. I'm feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling Archangel Jophiel want to speak to us and come in a little bit on this one. So it's really interesting because when I met Archangel Jophiel's energy, well, the book, I had read the book, The Kabbalion, and I'm the first to say that the, I, I couldn't under, it was very advanced for me at that time, So, but the one takeaway from The Kabbalion, that book, which is some kind of famous uh, metaphysical book, was all about non-judgment, and they explained it with like the end of one stick and the end of the other stick, how you got hot on one end and cold on the other. But the message that I was getting from, which kind of radiated from this book, but then Archangel Jophiel showed up, and Jophiel was very adamant about me learning to not judge myself and to not judge other people. And this does tie in with attachment. So as we start to understand that when we're judging things, we are attaching to them. Hmm. When we're wanting to argue, when we're wanting to debate people, when we're wanting to really take a stance, when we're really wanting to dig our heels in, that that's a form of attachment that that is that gets uncomfortable. And that as we start working with Archangel Jophiel, and Jophiel's book or a meditation is called Glow, because what happens yes. is as we let go, as we let go of all that, that attachment, that uh, opinions, that judgment, we literally feel like the weight of the world is lifted off of our shoulders, and we, we start to take on a more youthful frequency, a more youthful energy, we start to experience bliss more, we start to, um, we start to become who we really are, who we're really meant to be, because we're all here to relax and to play and to have fun and to let other people do their thing and relax and play and have fun. And um, so um, as far as attachment goes, it's a daily practice for me and I think for many other humans just to release and have faith and relax into the now moment because when we can get into that now moment and when we practice returning to the now moment and returning to the now moment, I remember in the old days, it used to be a thing where people would go, I'm going to start my diet tomorrow. I mean, like that was the most common <laughs> thing in the world. There was a time. And then all of a sudden it just became this consciousness opened up that we can change our thoughts right now in this moment. We don't have to wait. We can do it right now. We can relax. We can get in this moment and we can completely Come right back into the moment. I love everything you've just shared. And um, I want to make this point 
that the connection between judgment and attachment is that if we judge one thing as good and another thing as bad, then we're going to fear the bad thing and seek the good thing and what we've judged as good. And then we're going to be courted to it. I think that's where you're going with it, right? I love it. That's perfect. Yes. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And I really appreciate. That, okay. Go ahead. That even goes to right now, the lesson, the lessons that are kind of coming in for me, because that even goes to the understanding that, you know, humans, sometimes they're really great and sometimes they're really bad. And, you know, we're humans and we're going to mess up and we're going to make mistakes. And I think in my life, I'm just trying to really relax around if there is disappointment or if there, there is, um, just trying to let go of all that, just trying to let everybody do their own thing and relax and um, just understand that each of us is unique and maybe give everybody a break. And, but especially, most importantly, give ourselves a break. Yes. And I know that um, self-love is something that you're you're feeling really focused on right now with their teachings. And I know it's it's really powerful because the message that I've been getting personally is that heaven, you know, the forces of heaven, so to speak, the good beings in the, in the universe are trying to help us. And it's mostly our job is to get out of the way and be, be available. And when we don't fully love ourselves, we block our ability to receive. And that's so important and so powerful. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a daily practice because, um, no one has taught us, but it's okay because now we're learning and the the angels and the guides, and they're all constantly telling us to relax more, to do more things we love, to focus on things we love. And when we're in the world, we've got many choices of what to focus on. And if we will practice in every moment, just returning every moment, and when we mess up, that's okay. But if we will return to focusing on what we want and what we love about ourselves and what we love about the world, and we bring that powerful heat-seeking missile that is focus when we start when we start cultivating it and using it for for our advantage this is when we're really coming into our power and the archangels will help us with this when we talk about self-love i see haniel archangel haniel just wanting to pop up and say hi to everybody on the show and just there haniel is saying that our deep self-love is so wonderful and so beautiful and they want us to just get into it more and more every day and that the more we love ourselves the more beautiful the next moment will be and that anytime we find ourselves stepping away and I'm taking a deep breath and I'm asking everyone to see Archangel Haniel surrounding them with a pink delicious sparkling just glimmering light that just is like they can feel it shimmering their body. And I'm asking for some more alchemy with um, Archangel Zadkiel to come in, Archangel Zadkiel, and to assist and to run their violet flame and to just cocoon all of us, everyone who's listening, and this deep self-love and this deep pink light and this deep divine intelligence that is the divine masculine, the divine feminine, the the goddess Mother Mary, the the goddess Magdalene, the 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 
our brother, the, the Jesus energy, all that, those energies, those, and I'm hearing St. Martha, St. Martha is super protective and she wants to protect everyone to give everyone their healthy boundaries. I'm hearing healthy boundaries. Everyone's being cocooned right now on healthy boundaries and saying, we can love people. We can, we can even deal with people that maybe do things we don't like, and we can hold, instead of reacting, instead of going into reaction, which is very human, and we all catch ourselves doing it, but we can take a breath, and instead of reacting, we can have these, these, um, these beings to help us to hold these boundaries by creating all this unconditional love, all these all these this unconditional love all around us so that as people walk into our field, they're feeling all these beings and we don't have to say a word. And if someone is, is reacting and having a hard time, we can ask these beings and I'm doing it now and we're clearing out many, many, many different, different levels. We're clearing on many levels right now. We're going after a lot of past lives where maybe we weren't treated as nicely as we wanted to be. And I'm seeing the energy circling around each person on the show and we're just having it go into every cell in our body, to the mitochondria in our body. And then we're asking it to go into our brains right now. We're asking Archangel Haniel, Archangel Zadkiel, Zadkiel, and the violet flame. I am the violet flame in action. I am the violet flame. I am the light of goddess God creation. I am the violet flame. And as this rewires the mind to be able to be that outside observer, to be able to take deep breaths these deep breaths that are so healing. And as we take deep breaths in, it quiets the mind. It calms everything down. And you know that old saying in the old days, count to 10 before we speak, that is brilliant. And right now, all the angels and the angel alchemy is just jousting us with all the self-love that me and you both love, that all the listeners love, and reminding us that it's not conceit. It's not, it, it, it's, it's, it's time. It's not being conceited to have all this self-love. Oh, but keep it to yourself because it's just a personal thing. And it is right now, it is what we're here to do. And these beings want to help us. They want to infuse every cell of our body from the inside out with all the self-love. But at a very gentle, um, comfortable pace. And we just all take another deep breath, but they're just kind of moving through us right now. They're just kind of working with us. All of us are waking up now. We're all feeling the self-love. Um, and it is a uh, morphic field. So as we say, I tap into self-love. There's a whole morphic field of self-love that we're tapping into and we're feeling. And it's just, we just want to giggle it. We just want to giggle. And that's another thing I cannot stress enough. Laugh as much as you can. Find as many things to make you giggle as you can. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just I, laughing is one of your biggest vibrational tools. And um, Archangel Haniel is saying to pamper yourself and pamper yourself and pamper yourself. Now Metatron is our Archangel of Sacred Geometry, and so. As our imagination starts to activate, which Neville Goddard said, um, imagination is the creative force. So then we see Archangel Metatron come in and pull in all this sacred geometry, all these different codes, white codes. I can see all these different um, 
patterns, sigils, different energies moving around each person on the call, and the person on the call will pick the patterns that are best for them, but they're flashing with the pink honeyal light and the violet flame light and then the golden, gorgeous golden light from Archangel Metatron. And Metatron is flowing into all of our auras. Any any place where there is any holes or any any wounds or tears from past lives or or uh, parallel lifetimes, anything's going on, Archangel Metatron is filling those areas with golden light, and it's like a soothing honey salve, and it just feels very tingling and just kind of relaxed, and then feel your mind really relaxed as the salve gently relaxes around the mind area just to soothe and relax. And right now, Archangel Metatron is giving us and infusing us, and all a person has to say is, yes, I'm open, but it's only if they're open. They're giving us a gift of calm and peace and being able to stop and take a deep breath instead of reacting. And this should be tingling and relaxing. I can kind of feel that anchoring in. I can feel that anchoring in and we feel Archangel Metatron assisting. All right, I'm going to rub my hands together real good. Everybody can kind of just rub your hands. And just let that settle in at everybody's own pace. <laughs> that got a little strong. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Mm, so fun. Thank you. Wow, that was that was such a gift. How wonderful that you channeled this healing for us in the middle of our interview. That's just fascinating and wonderful, and what a gift. Thank you so much. Well, you're a huge part of it, Tara. You're bringing it in. I and simply... I just we're all doing it together. Yeah, I, I set yeah. the intention definitely before our our um, call here that this be a powerful and, and extremely beneficial um, recording. And <laughs> so yeah, I'm just really excited to see in what way it's turning out that way. I feel just incredibly shifted and uplifted myself, and I can only imagine what everyone else is feeling right now too, which is just so wonderful and exciting and generous of you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing well, your gifts with us and for doing this work that you're feeling called to do. Well, thank you, and thank you to all the listeners. And we are all just a mutual fan club of sorts, I think. We're just all um, yeah. here together, doing this together. Yes. Um, I want to ask you, um, you were mentioning um, before we began um, this recording, you, you mentioned that one of your... Um, projects that you're really excited about one of your creations is helping us to access prosperity and abundance through accessing the gifts of the angels can you tell us more about that okay yes and this is bringing up because i was just it was just coming to mind was archangel barachial and archangel barachial's um uh meditation and book is called heavenly blessings and when they came in they came in so strong and their message is 
one of our um, most important things we can do is to focus on the blessings we already have mm. and that this activates so many more blessings for us. Yes. So, um, you know, and then, um, and, and they, they help us to daily take little moments and little breaks and focus on all the blessings that we do have. And, it, and it's fun and it's empowering and it's another habit. It's like a daily habit. That's my, that's my thing. They say there's a saying that says um, our daily habits make us who we are. So if we can take some time out just to even start the morning right before we go to bed, just to really get into, um, this is an Ogmandino teaching. Ogmandino has a book called The God Memorandum, and that's one of those books that a person's probably only going to read if they're going through challenging times because, um, have you heard of the book? No. Uh, God, okay, so Og asked a person, so this was during one of my challenges, Og asked a person to read the book for 100 nights, and the book has has you look through and say things like, thank you for my eyes to see this book. Thank you for my ears to hear this. Thank you for my lungs to take deep breaths. I mean, these things that all of us take for granted every day that are such huge blessings in our life. And so what happens is for 30, not 30 to 40 minutes a night, you would read this book for 100 nights, and it, like, ingrained such a sense of gratitude in, and then it was really interesting. So this was one of the books that, one of many books, because in all my books, there's, there's re a lot of references, because I've been blessed by getting so much help from so many people, but in his teaching to spend 30 to 40 minutes of the day, sometime during the day, even before bed, focusing on our blessings or focusing on the archangels. In this case, it is a magnetized, it, it magnetizes what oh, yes. you want. Oh, yes. Very strong levels. And so then all of a sudden, Barakiel was like, I want to say the 18th book in the Archangelology series. Well, all of a sudden, it occurred to me that each book in the Archangelology series takes about 30 to 40 minutes to read, just like the meditations, as you know, take 44 minutes. And it occurred to me that if a person spent, you know, 30 to 40 minutes every single day, like Ogmandino said, focusing not only on our, our, our blessings, but focusing on the Archangels, what, what a shift it could make. And so then... That's what happened with Barakiel. Barakiel was like, okay, this is where this this is where this whole thing is going. And then Barakiel had brought in the teachings of um, Neville Goddard. Because Neville Goddard again taught that the feeling place is the creative force. So so this book with Barakiel, Barakiel has us in the book. There's eight little stars and I'm trying to see if I can find the eight little stars because right by the eight little stars Barakiel would have us say this little uh oh, here it is okay so can I read a little bit from the book sure okay so this is the, this happens a bunch in the book and Barakiel has us say again Archangel Barakiel wants to Sparkle your life with blessings and bring you more heaven on earth. 
take a moment to breathe in all the blessings you feel with your vivid imagination you're activating now. Allow yourself to go into divine appreciation for any blessings that come to mind. No pressure. Connect with divine intelligence and allow what comes. This may take practice, and you can do it. Archangel Barakiel is helping you have faith. See in your mind's eye as Barakiel caresses you with golden light all over and relaxes into the angelic love. Relax as golden light tingles and ignites your blessings. Allow your imagination to create beautiful mind pictures of blessings and make you smile that are for the highest good and of a miracle mindset. Do this as long as you like and feel Barbie doll toy car good for a few magnificent moments. Allow your childlike enthusiasm Enjoy the moment. It is all you and your archangels. Say with me now, something magnificent is happening, and pump your fist with joy and excitement. Feel the excitement. Feel the joy. And that was it. So that's an exercise yes. that I used to practice. Mm-hmm. I found, because of Neville Goddard, that was an exercise that did, kind of different. But when a person can bring themselves to that feeling place of, for me, it was, I remembered how it felt as a child on Christmas. Like, it, like I would lay in bed the night before Christmas, and the whole night, I'd be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, I can get that feeling. So each person would have to call on whatever whatever their most exciting moment was that gets them there with that childlike enthusiasm. But as you get there and you're like, oh, my God, I can't, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I don't know. I just can't wait till this thing happens. You know what I'm saying? And we don't have to know what the thing is. We just get that feeling place. The universe does not know whether this is really happening, like we're really, really, you know, getting all this stuff, or or if it's the imagination. There's there's no, the, the, to the universe, there's no difference. So that is the way we take that powerful creation. Right. And we use it to our advantage. And, and right. I, 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 I laid I laid in bed for I think three nights, three months doing that, and and uh, heavenly blessings happened. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. I thank you for sharing that and giving us that teaching, Kim. I, I totally agree. It's super valuable and well, yes. The point is with that teaching, when a person is is concerned or worried or going through challenging times concerning finances. If a person can take their mind off the finances and just get their mind into the blessings and into something exciting, it shifts the whole it shifts the whole game. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. There's nothing more stressful than sitting there worrying about finances. That will take a person uh, right where they don't want to go real fast. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're right. That is that is totally the remedy is to take our focus off of perceived problems and challenges and to redirect into positive energy and especially the positive emotional state in the heart space because that's going to manifest and resonate with miracles. And the way that I look at it is really what we're talking about is accessing in 
which parallel universe or you might say timeline we want to experience from the quantum now moment knowing that there are multiple options and experiences that we can have and it's it's a I actually have a course that I'm a, a set of teachings I'm about to release on this called use your magic and that's going to be on my website magicandflow.com eventually um and that's one of the things that I that I share in that is that it's it really is up to us to harness our consciousness to sort of dream our waking life the way we want it to unfold. Just like at night, when we become aware of our dreaming, theoretically, we can then lucid dream. We can choose and change the direction of the dream by becoming aware that it's a dream and then going, okay, I want to have this experience. We can do that to a large extent in this reality as well, in this waking shared collective dream. And I think that's what you're touching on is there there isn't really a big difference where we're dreaming we're just in a collective dream here of course there are forces outside of our control too we have fate we have destiny there's definitely divine intervention there's there are constraints but to a large degree we can um, sometimes hack uh, what experience we're going to have Everything you're saying is divine and beautiful about the whole dreaming and creating. I absolutely adore that. And where our consciousness is waking up to it, it's new for me. You know, I think it's new for a lot of people. And so we're, you know, we're kind of like in the wild west of energy here. You know, like in the old days, you know, when everything was so new and fresh. That's how we are kind of with the, with the energetic um, uh, changes that are going on here that are, that are so exciting, you know. It is. It's, it's totally, it feels very new and, and confusing and difficult because it's so different from the way we, we've been operating, our, our conventional mainstream paradigm, the way most of us were raised to operate. We're having to unlearn a lot of that and reconnect with our, our imagination. And it's, it's like you said, it's so much of it is connecting and empowering and engaging our inner child. Exactly. I was just thinking before you said the word inner child, I was just thinking, you know, kids, the children, they know how to do it already. They're yeah, they kids. do. They play and they have fun and, and, you know, things go their way. <laughs> yes. Well, they have a few less responsibilities, right? But yes, yes. Well, it's... you know, but, but they, they get it. They get it on deep levels. And then, um, yes, exactly. But you're right. <laughs> you're right. And that's, and that's the part of ourselves that gets it too. Um, but something that I really like too about your teachings that, that you're sharing from the angels is that, you know, this can feel like a lot of pressure when you become aware of how impactful you are, any of us are on our own lives and that we're manifesting, it can feel a little bit stressful. Um, and what's really cool about the support of the angels is that we can invite their incredible grace and magic to create for us. So that it's not all on our shoulders and to ask them to basically they have infinite creative resources available to help us in whatever way we need. And, and we're not limited in how what what kind of support we can get from them or how much because they want to help us. They're purely benevolent. Exactly. And, and my big wording is I don't do anything. I ask them to do it. I mean, and um, they do it. 
so I allow them. So if something takes them longer than I expected, there's that attachment again, or something's not going exactly how I had planned, I, I try to take myself out of that as often as possible. Now, with that said, I'm human like everybody else, and sometimes it gets tricky, but my goal is always to really relax and, um, you know, I'm hearing more and more when, the, when they're giving me that guidance that if I don't listen, I'm not going to be as happy with what happens. Like, you know, like sometimes I'll hear them say, one time I'll never forget, one time when, when I, it, I wasn't quite where I am now, but I heard, I heard them saying, you know, don't go in the store right now. You know, give that a moment. And these, these crows were literally squawking up on a uh, light, a big, one of those big light posts were squawking at me. And I'm like, Ugh. I can do it. I'm, I'm a strong, powerful woman. I can walk in the store. Anyway, and I come out real fast. I got out of there as fast as I can. I can't remember what happened, but I heard them saying, how'd you like that? <laughs> and it was so, it was comical. I think that they have a great sense of humor. When they're working with me, they do have a great sense of humor. But I think that the more that we learn to listen to them and work with them, the more we um, just appreciate how, how they, like you said, they've got that divine wisdom, that divine intelligence. So I bow to that, and I um, definitely am very open to their suggestions. Um, when I thought, I just thought about another thing when I said I bow to them. Um, I am a person who also, I just have to put this out there. Uh, you know how like when someone does something for you, and they're very grateful to you, you really feel better, and you, you like them, and you want to do more for them? Sure. I feel the same way about, I mean, I know everybody's got their survivalness, but when I started putting out treats, I put out, this is so off the subject, but I have to talk about it, but when I started putting out little treats for the saints, it happened first with a saint, because some of the saints ask for gifts after they help you, and I was kind of hesitant to work with them, because I was like, yeah, I don't feel like doing it. Well, I got in a bind, and I needed help really bad, and I called on this saint, and the way they helped me, and with the speed that they helped me, um, this was St. Expediate. Well, when after St. Expediate helps you, they like a piece of, they say pound cake, but I gave them a cookie. But my point <laughs> to this whole story is that that created a habit in me because St. Expediate jumped in and helped the situation so quickly and so efficiently that I was just like, oh, my God, like, what can I give you? I'm like, yes, I'll give you anything you want. Anyway, and then it started making me very comfortable and very um just wanting to give back a little bit so I like to every morning I, I make them a little treat and I thank all my ancestors I think that is key too um sorry if I'm getting off subject but I feel like our ancestors did so much to get you and me and all the listeners here I feel like appreciating what they've done is is um is important Yes. So I, hope I, didn't I hope I didn't ramble off the track. But, no, um, no, is. no. And I think everything you're sharing is really fascinating and, and important. So you're talking about how we can reciprocate. Yes. And That's interesting. Because so I'm thinking, like, what can they need from us? They're so much more powerful. Exactly. And it could just be, it could be my mind feeling better about giving back. I don't know exactly what it is, but... But I do know that, like I said, in some of the teachings, the saints do like a treat. So I love giving them treats, and it's fun. And sometimes when I'm at Whole Foods, I'll be walking through thinking, what little treat am I going to get y'all? And it's nothing big. Like, I, there's other people who give major gifts. I've seen different videos and stuff. But I just do a little cookie, 
and a little tea or coffee in the mornings, and I go through and I thank all of them. And you know, it's really interesting because I had a morning where I woke up and I was feeling um, a little uh, non-happiness. I won't give it any labels, but I was feeling off. And I, it, that's the beauty of a great routine. And let's talk about habits for two minutes. But that's the beauty of habits. So I had to go into the kitchen. This is one of my habits every morning, no matter what. And I go in and I make everybody our morning drinks and I get the little cookies for them. And then I start saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to all my ancestors. And I'm thanking all the angels. And I mean, by the time I had finished thanking all the ancestors, thanking all the beautiful angels and all the beautiful saints and help, I was in a great mood. I had totally forgotten about the yucky feeling that had been there. Hmm. Well, that goes to gratitude. That goes to appreciation, the power of those things. But that, again, is how our daily habits make us who we are. Like, I think that during the last year and a half, we have all been, um, everything's changed so much. So I feel like if we can have daily habits, like, each person choose their daily habits. Like, if you have a list of daily habits that you're going to do every day that make you feel good, that are self-care, that empower you, and I'm talking to the listeners and I'm talking to everybody out there, then when things do go awry, when things do get challenging because we're in the real world, you've got that set of things that make you feel good, that are your self-care, that are your nurturing, that will pull you back on track that much faster. And, um, I just feel like it's one of the most important things we can do right now is have daily self-care habits that are um, in our routine. Thank you. I Well said. And I really appreciate your teachings on giving thanks and really meaning it and really focusing and dwelling on it. Because I think it's natural for us to focus on problem solving and things like that in, um, and, and what we want and what, you know, and we can really... Uh, or just, you know, things we have to do. And it, it can be easy to get off track and to not be focused on all the gifts that we do have. When we're, you know, when we think about it, we're really drenched in, in grace every day in so many different ways. So thank you for, for saying that. It keeps our mental health strong as you're sharing. It keeps our vibration high so that we can receive, attract, and manifest really good things. And I love that you're sharing as well that it's, it's part of reciprocity with these incredibly helpful spirits that are putting a lot of energy into assisting us. And I think that is a really important teaching, you know. Um, I'm remembering, I actually did, one of the first things that, I, that really introduced me to the angels in a personal, mystical way was I worked at this metaphysical store in Portland called New Renaissance. And um, this was years ago. I was working as an intuitive healer there. And I was friends with the people who worked in the store. And there was this thing going around, this ritual, where the angels would come to visit your house. And, but only like one or two people could host them at a time. And when it was your turn, you had to give them gifts. And I think the gift was like a white candle that you would light. I think there was also a piece of fruit. You made like a little altar for them. I did this. And you, you know what you're sharing really, it's reminding me of that because when I did this ritual, they have you open the door to welcome the angels into your home when you do this ritual. I was with my friend and both of us felt them enter the apartment at the time. We were both blown away by how 
incredibly um, powerful and and vivid um, their presence was, which was very different from just praying to them or inviting them in or, you know, it was it was really more pronounced. And it makes sense because maybe it's just a matter of, of taking an act of appreciation. And um, because I think we all want to, we're all happier in relationships when we feel appreciated. I know I am. Um, and so it makes sense that this is still a relationship, you know, that we cultivate. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. I love that y'all could feel the angels coming in. That's just beautiful. It was really cool. It was really cool. It was a neat experience. But anyway, I'm curious, do you eat the cookie or the treat? What do you do with it once you've offered it? Well, you know, I read that we're not, <laughs> that was another thing. I, I, I don't, it's not a lot. I just sometimes even it's a half a cookie. It's not a lot. But no, I read that we weren't supposed to, and I don't know why, but that doesn't mean you know, you know, everyone will have to do their own research on that because I'm a firm believer that there's no right or wrong way to do anything like that and just maybe do a little research. I don't, I, I throw, I, I pitch it out and uh, that's what feels better to me. Everyone has to just do what, you know, feels best to them. That makes sense because if you eat it, then it's yours. Maybe you bought it for you to have yeah, the candy, never, right? Yeah, it, it, I, it, it wasn't pure brush with eating it. It never felt right. I couldn't explain it, but what you're saying kind of holds true. Yeah, it didn't feel right to me to eat it. <laughs> you know, I had this yeah. really, I want to share really quick, uh, this yeah. really um, fun thing that happened. This was years ago. Um, once I, I wanted to share my appreciation to my spirit guides, so I bought them some flowers and I, you know, put the flowers in a vase and I chose tulips. Um, and then this interesting thing happened, uh, not long after a few days or a week or something like that, after this person I knew, this acquaintance invited me to go look at some flowers, some flower farm. And I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. It turned out to be a field of tulips. (laughs) It's like, oh my God, they gave it back to me. It was so cool. It was so beautiful. When little things like that happen, you're just like, yeah, I'm on the right track. Yeah. It was very magical and amazing. Anyways. Yeah. All right. So we're coming upon an hour. So I think um, I just want to just thank you so much, Kim. You've shared so much wonderful um, channeled wisdom, guidance, um, your own experience and magic with us. Thank you so much, Kim. My pleasure, and thank you so much, Tara, for doing this. This is wonderful. This is um, this is just such a blessing that you're doing this for everyone and pulling so many wonderful souls together and shedding so much light. Just thank you, thank you, thank you for all you're doing. Wonderful. Thank you, Kim. It's a joy. And so people who want to learn more from you and connect more with you and your work with the angels can go to archangelology.com, right? Anything else you want yes. to share about your work? Uh, no, just thank everyone, everyone who was here. I think that we created an amazing, wonderful, powerful energy, and I am grateful to everyone who shared their time and their energy with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. Okay, and I want to extend those that gratitude to our listeners. Thank you for listening to the show. You can support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash magicandflow. You can also visit my website, magicandflow.com, which is where you can see courses in my School of Divine Magic. They'll train you how to become an intuitive healer and activate your psychic spiritual healing gifts. You can also access uh, my teachings on self-love. There's the brand new self-love toolkit and more to come. 
uh, including working with me one-on-one. That is magicandflow.com. And again, we would just love your support for the podcast show at patreon.com slash magicandflow. You can contribute as little as $5 a month and up, and it really counts, and we love it. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe to the show as well. And what I like to say at the end of every show is may the plants be with you. In this case, may the angels be with you.